Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Pensacola, Florida, it's time for I-10 Wired Radio, brought to you by IT Gulf Coast, Florida West, and App River. Hey, good morning, everybody. Keith over here, I-10 Wired Radio, and this is, uh, I gotta say, this is probably one of the biggest shows they've been waiting for, because we are actually going to tell them what they get, right? That's Who's the there? Point. All yeah. the good stuff. So I have a, a room full of animal lovers this morning, <laughs> and uh, I'm going to let them go around the table and introduce themselves. But Jim, feel free to take the lead here. Okay. Uh, I'm Jim Rhodes with App River. I'm heading the planning committee for I-10 Wired this year. Uh, got a couple other great team members with me. He's a little bit more than just heading a planning committee, isn't he, Kelly? Don't let him get away with that. I think we're... In the process of making a shirt that says "Head Honcho," yeah, life blood, <laughs> something like yeah, right. yeah, so exactly. Now. You're the Tony Robbins of I-10, man. I, like I say it every year, I'm the scapegoat. I, I don't. I just kind of heard the cats. <laughs> uh, you know, the team here makes it happen. Uh, they're they're just awesome. I just kind of get to sit back and enjoy it, and you know, check in every now and then, see how things are going. Have but, a couple but, donuts and just hang yeah, out. that's mainly what I'm showing up for every Thursday is the donuts and to play with the cool gadgets. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> that's full of it. Yeah. All right, Kelly, you're up. I'm Kelly Reeser. I am the uh, Director of Entrepreneurial Development for Florida West Economic Development Alliance. I run our uh, business incubation program here at the Gulf Coast Center for Innovation and Entrepreneurship, and I have been with I-10 Wired since the start. Um, this year, I've um, kind of transitioned a little bit into um, confirming all the speakers, so I'm excited that today we're going to get to finally talk about some of those bios, some of those topics, and uh, definitely just give a shout out to to all of our committed breakouts and keynote s- uh, session speakers. Yes, what Kelly left out was she is the glue that holds not only she is this the queen place, bee. She doesn't want to admit it, but she is. But, but the I ten thing together. He, he, so. If you look close, you'll see strings hanging mm-hmm. off of me. She's back there pulling them back. Mm-hmm. You should charge extra the for curtain, that cotton. Yeah. By yes, the way, exactly. Add it to my bill. Okay, I'm Cena Madison. I am the communications director for Florida West Economic Development Alliance. I'm fairly new to Florida West and, and absolutely new to I-10 Wired. I attended last year, but I, this is the first time on the committee. So I am, I am backing up, um, marketing promotions and, uh, handling the social media. Look, anyone brave enough to jump in head first? We'll take you. We, <laughs> the, we teach the rest, right? Yeah, the big Absolutely. question is, will she be back next mm-hmm. year? Oh, of yeah. course, you're in. It's it's an addition. This is weird. <laughs> the Hotel California <laughs> never leaves, right? Yes, exactly. So okay, so let's so lay it on me. Like we've been talking over the last what six months on on doing these shows, and we have kind of kind of given some hints of some things that we were thinking about and bouncing around, but we finally have <laughs> nailed some people down and made some decisions, right? Yeah, there's been a lot of things going on behind the scenes. Uh, we've uh, you know done redone the logo this year. We've uh, tried something new on the marketing side with the Geeks on the Beach campaign. And we were finally able to put all this stuff together along with our speakers and our sponsors and get the website up here in the last uh, week or two. And it's really looking good. But, you know, there's there's content there now. Before, right. it was just a nice scene to the beach and, you know, a few little uh, snippets about the, the conference. But now we've got the agenda, up, the speakers, the sponsors. The um, video of you guys running on the beach. Yeah, I don't know if that's on there. That might be, a, you know, an Easter egg somewhere on the, it. On it the should side. Be. It needs to be on there. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> I, I've shown that to a few of my friends and they're like, nah. <laughs> No, not so much. Yeah, no, don't don't make that available for public consumption. Yeah, so. they, just, they, they need better spirit, Jim. Exactly, exactly. So, um, anyways, we're um, we're all set to go on on the agenda. Pretty much, uh, the we are slated to kick things off on October twelfth. We are adding some new things this year that we're going to try out uh, to help fill up the three days we've got got the schedule for. Which I think is the biggest thing right there, right? It's three days this year. Exactly. Yes. So, uh, you know, everybody's been working out, you know, training, eating a little better to, to handle the extra day. Um, I've added three extra miles to my non-running <laughs> regimen. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I, and we had a lot of requests to extend it to, to you know, at least three days, mm-hmm. maybe not, maybe more. We'll have to see how this goes. Um, so, you know, if this is something you wanted to, to see happen, it, it's happening. Buy your ticket and come on out. And, and get, get, I'll be honest, you didn't really have a hard time filling it either, right? Like once we threw those extra hours up on the board, it was like, oh, okay. Absolutely. We can fill it. And we um, we actually, for the first year, we do have, you know, speakers waiting in the wings saying, okay, if something changes, let me know. I'd love to speak. And, uh, and I think that's just a wonderful problem to have. And it's just a testament to the growth and the strength of the event, the reputation of the event across, uh, you know, the Gulf Coast and the region. 
I'm telling you, man, by next year or the year after, it is going to be a full week event, which would be absolutely awesome. I know you dread that because that's just <laughs> that much more work. I have visions of that, but uh, baby steps. We'll just, you know, we'll let the committee run it. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, that's you. <laughs> All right. So, so three days now instead of two. What else is new? Because there's a whole bunch of different components here, right? There's the job piece. Oh, yep. Yeah. Exactly. We're gonna um, we're gonna open things up this year with something different. We're gonna open up with a a job fair um, that we're going to allow our sponsors to participate in. But we're not gonna restrict this to just attendees. This is gonna be open to the public. Yeah. Um. So anybody that's interested in getting into technology uh, innovation field, um, come on out uh, to the to the Pensacola Beach Hilton on October twelfth. We'll kick that off about noon. Um, just come on in and, and, uh, we'll, uh, have more information about who's actually going to be there in the very near future. We're still talking to sponsors, getting them lined up, but, uh, that'll be going on from uh, 12 to three on, uh, on the 12th. So, and I think it's a little, it's even bigger than just if you're interested in technology. I mean, let's face it. We've said this a hundred times on the show is that you can't go anywhere where technology isn't in your workplace or in your hand or you're staring at it while you're trying to walk. But, um, so the people that will be down there hiring that have positions can be anywhere from marketing to technical services exactly. to, yes. to full-on coding and, and, you know, geeky, techie stuff, right? right? Yeah, you, and you look at the list of our sponsors. I mean, there's some that you don't think, you know, tech, geek. Yeah. That doesn't come to your mind when you look at them right away. But that, like you said, you know, te- technology is everywhere these days. Yeah, I had no idea printers were as big as they are. No, <laughs> I really didn't. TJ yeah, enlightened me one day. I was like, "You got to be kidding me, dude!" I thought it was like a, it's a printer, right? And and now they're getting into robots too. So that kind of blew my mind when yeah. I uh, saw that a few Very months cool. ago. Are they going to have one down there? Is he bringing one? Uh, I don't think so. We're still we still have our fingers crossed. It would be nice. Um, you know, if anybody out there has connections, they can get a robot for the uh, yeah, like the one from Rocky. Yeah, that one like would that. be cool. Like floating around the the room. <laughs> yeah, sorry, dream just, big, yeah, dream big. Yeah, no. <laughs> too much coffee this morning. That's right. All right, so job fair, um, three hours, which is a pretty good amount of time, and that is all like in front of. That's not all inside the uh, ballroom, is it? That's actually wrapped around the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, the ballroom, uh, for the most part, that day is going to be just kind of a, a war zone. People get set up for the following day. Um, the the events for Wednesday are all going to be in the uh, what is it called the tower wing or something like that. Yeah, um, there's four uh, meeting rooms set up back there. Um, we'll have uh, the job fair in one of them. Uh, we're gonna have a uh, SBDC workshop for entrepreneurs as well. That'll be kicking off about one o'clock. Uh, for, for attendees to participate in. Then we'll shift everything over to another room for the CIO roundtable, which starts at, uh, I believe, 3.30. And then to kind of round out the evening uh, and get everybody all wound up and ready to go for the following day, we're going to have a welcome reception uh, out on the uh, patio area uh, and by the pool. As well nice. Too. So, yep. Sun's going down. Yep, it's October. That's it's cool. not, not quite as hot. Yeah, it'll be a great time. Drinks to be are cold. Exactly. Exactly. Jim's not running on the beach. <laughs> he could <Yeah>. be. <laughs> he could yeah, be. we. Uh, I think we've got enough of that already. <laughs> right. Well, and you know, honestly, like last year, that was such a great networking piece because I finally got to meet some of the other players in in the in this this game here. But really, uh, I think that was the start for me last year that everybody was here to raise the tide, which it, I just was exactly. Really, I was really impressed. They were like Jim Rose does all this. I was like, who's this Jim guy? Right. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> By the time that. I got done with that, I was like. Dude, <laughs> I'm on your team. So. Well, and when I first started doing this, um, I, I really didn't expect the reception to be such a big deal, but it, it actually has turned out to be. It's, I mean, there, there's so much energy in the room. It's just like I'm, I can't get to sleep that night, mm-hmm. uh, the night before. You have your moments. Yeah, man. exactly. I'm going to give it to you. Yeah, it's uh, it's I'm, I'm pretty keyed up. So, you know, by by Thursday, I'm sure I'll be going about two hours of sleep. And <laughs> What I've loved is is watching kind of the segue from the 3.30 CIO panel discussion. And you've got this, you know, super high level individuals that have just participated on a panel discussion. And, and anybody and everybody is welcome to come in and ask mm-hmm. some questions on the future of, you know, not only their business, but technology in general and and how they're managing and navigating those changes. And then that reception time is that opportunity for those one on one conversations to happen. So that's that's what I enjoy ha- um, seeing happen as it goes from the formality of maybe a roundtable or a panel discussion, you raise your hands to ask questions to then people just naturally interacting and um, having those deeper, deeper dive discussions or even talking about, um, you know, their own personal 
devices or their own mm-hmm. personal uh, personal situations. So that's um, I kind of enjoy the people watching at the opening reception. And it's fun too. It's fun to watch these very brilliant people that are on the panel talk about things such as like quantum computing, and then you turn around later and and you're shooting the breeze and talking football and mm-hmm. whatever you know mm-hmm. how ridiculous my smartphone is kind of stuff. So it makes it very real and very tangible for some people, which I think for me made it easier to understand some of this stuff. Right, because it's related in English as opposed mm-hmm. to PhD or whatever letters they put on the end of it. <laughs> Jim's got a couple, I'm sure. And you can't underestimate the the beauty of the the Hilton out there. I mean, mm-hmm. where we're having this, it is just it's such a nice place to have a networking event like that. It's just gorgeous, and the and it it's always very nice. Yeah, it's uh, you know, we keep had we have this fear that kind of lurks about when we get to be too big to have it out there and um in a way i guess it's kind of been a blessing that we've been able to keep it out there as long as we have um, portofino will have their their piece done yes, here soon i uh, hear there's and another I one i think it will be either be this little bit larger if not considerably yeah. larger so you may not have to leave the <laughs> sunny beach of Pensacola. well i, I can't you know um um praise the hilton enough for what they've done for us yeah, they really seriously. did a great job t- accommodating us every year we, we keep throwing curveballs left and right about how we want to set rooms up and you know we, how we want to handle meals and the flow and all that stuff and they, they do a great job of accommodating us so you know, it's really my dream that they build a convention center themselves and we just keep it right where it's at right um, but uh space is at a premium out at the beach so right I, I gotta tell you being a chef for the last 25 years and working in conference centers and all that one of the the judges for me, like the the make it or break it to know if it's a good conference center, if the team has their their stuff together, is not whether the IT stuff works or the PowerPoint works because that stuff always breaks, right? How good was lunch? <laughs> Seriously, how good was lunch? Was it on time? If it was hot, is it hot? If it was cold, is it cold? So last year, the sandwich boxes, which were awesome. I think I ended up leaving with like six extra. <laughs> so that's how you know that they're on their point because the food was good. It was fresh. It was there and there was plenty of it. So I know I wasn't supposed to take six, but Stone and I were hungry, man. So, but that's how I've always been able to tell what a good convention center is. So you're right. They knock it out of the park. Yeah, they sure do. So anyway, um, so after we wrap things up on Wednesday, which, you know, hopefully won't go too late into the evening, we want to be refreshed and recharged for the following day. We kick things off bright and early. Um, seven, was it? 7.45 on Thursday. We're going to have uh, breakfast and open up the registration table and all that for people to come on in. Kelly, do you want to speak to the programming? She at says all? maybe, I up? don't know. Come on, this is your baby. Well, yeah, because your first speaker doesn't even come on till what, 10? Nine, maybe. We actually do. We're kicking it off bright and early with um, with probably possibly the media subject we could. We've got Captain Bill Lentz from uh, he's the commanding officer. Of the Center for Information Warfare Technology, right? Exactly. I yeah. believe yeah, that, yeah, that guy knows some stuff. Yeah. No, I looked it up just before we came on. Because <laughs> I believe that's a name change from the naval it is. side. Yeah, CID. It used yeah. to be the Center for Information Dominance, yeah. and now is the Center for. Information warfare, warfare technology. So fantastic. Is that the guy that he gives when he gives the talk? He shows live attacks as <laughs> as they happen. I think um, so there's there's somebody in this group here that as they've given the talk, they're showing the live attacks that people are trying to do. Whether, oh, whether oh. they're hacking in. No, yeah. I'm not talking missiles or anything. Yeah, I'm talking. Okay. You know, fake infrared beams. Yeah, there's a website you can go to to see that too. Yeah, well. it, you know, it reminds me of is uh, what's the movie with Matthew Broderick? Yeah, uh, War, War Games. Games. Yeah, yes, yeah. exactly. That's what I think of when yeah. I see it too. So, age there. All right, so what's he going to talk about? So classified. Absolutely classified. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. is the need but to know. I, basis. He probably does some really neat stuff, right? Without a doubt, and that is that is the um, that is the the teaser we have from his official. Um, his office is that he will he will speak on um, what he's able to speak on, mm-hmm. and you must attend the summit to hear it. So, that's right. um, so that's definitely that's one that we can't give a whole lot of information on ahead of time because even in um, it could in, all change tomorrow, right? <laughs> it could all change tomorrow. But we, um, you know, we have been assured, and we're we're confident with the the level that the um, that he operates at that it's going to be it's going to be impressive, and it's going to be. Yeah. 
um, information that we are not, we as the general public are not readily privy to. And it'll right. be timely and, too. I, I noticed that last year when attending this, the, the cybersecurity aspects of it, they're addressing things that happened last week. And right. that was that was right. really cool. It's helping you understand things that were happening at the time in real time. That was well, cool. And even bigger than that is sort of the global scale of things, right? right. Like, so we'll think of warfare and for technology is like, I don't want to get a virus on my computer, right? right? These guys are thinking like, what are the seven million people that I have no idea who they are thinking about right now, so that I can yeah. defend myself from? And, it, right? It's a completely different level of. Right. You know, and this is all happening right here in our backyard mm-hmm. too. No, no, very few people it seems like know about. CIWT, which is right down there. Off of we are uh, we are about to blow Silicon Valley out of the water, dude. <laughs> in a whole different way, too, right? Because it's not just consumer products that we are doing here, right? Exactly. We're, we're building some serious infrastructure with the technology companies that are right. around here. One of the problems we run into uh, with with the programming is how to keep it from being too cyber heavy because yeah. there's so much of it here. Um, but you know, by the same token, because there's so much of it here, people want to hear about mm-hmm. it. So you got. Walk the line there, but uh, you know, landing him as, as our opening keynote, I think, was a, a big, big plus for us. Definitely and, a win because we kind of start at the at the macro level. If uh, you know, Jim, as you were mentioning, we've got cyber across spread spread throughout the three days. It's everything from you know how to teach your grandma how to use you know how to be oh safe my online. God, don't even we'll get go, me started. We'll go. We'll talk about grandma a little bit later, yeah. but it's that mm-hmm. extremely micro level individual device or computer or. Um, behavior that an individual can do and all the way up to um, you know the macro level with uh, with Captain Lentz on what is the federal government doing to protect our um, our country our yeah. assets um, to pr- protect us as citizens but also then what are the um, what other levels of engagement do they have at yeah. the federal level the nice thing too is that this topic it's always changing so you may think you heard it last year but you didn't because right. something new there's a new threat on the horizon every day I, I listen to a security podcast every week that's pretty good at scaring me scaring me to death and yeah, wanting to put my whole house right? on the internet yeah exactly so you know it's you have a bunker don't you <laughs> bunker with a do you have a bunker connection. you have a bunker not yet not no, yet no I gotta get a shovel first well we don't dig it. too deep <laughs> Well, I, I think interesting uh, for me being, um, you know, not technical in background, I, um, it was Captain Sue Sarovsky of the then Center for Information Dominance three or four years ago that um, she spoke about what the, you know, what the Navy has been involved with historically as far as building huge warships and, you know, the preeminent, um, you know, naval force on the planet and just how important that is, but equally as important and increasingly as important is what is our um, cyber infrastructure for defense techniques. And and I think that there's a, a shift, her, to her point, not my point, but um, but she was saying that there is a shift and actually kind of a struggle to shift some of the some of the thinking in Washington of, of diverting resources from those physical assets, easy to see, big giant warships, to, um, to beefing up the um, protection on the cyber side. So I thought that was extremely interesting, and I love—I don't know—I'll say an update, but I'd—I'd I'd love what is now the 2016 version of that from Captain Lentz. So I'm definitely looking forward to his. Yeah, it's just a whole keynote. different way of like building something, right? It's—it's it's not a road. It's not—I mean, it's an infrastructure, obviously, but there's just so many—I don't know—weird pieces that just feel odd to me, obviously, because I'm not in that industry. But you know, what do you do when one of the machines doesn't want to work one day? Like, right, where's your backup plan, kind of thing? So. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about some dynamics. Yeah. Absolutely. And so we will talk about those dynamics, Heath, at the opening keynote Unless session. they're top secret. <laughs> All right. So well then done. who comes? Who, who gets to follow that guy? <laughs> well, following Captain Lentz, we'll be, um, we begin our breakout sessions. So we actually have 16, um, 16 sessions throughout the course of the day. So we have four rooms that will have four concurrent tracks going on. Um, not, not tracks. Um, no well, tracks this year. <laughs> not tracks per se, yes. but individual speakers in those rooms. Right. There'll be four concurrent sessions um, going on. And everything from, um, as, as Jim had mentioned previously, we definitely have um, the spectrum of cyber covered. So we've got everything from, you know, network security, device-specific security, individual-specific security, how to, as a manager of employees, how to keep your employees um, on par with the goals of the company mm-hmm. and not allowing... Um, a, a weak link in the chain 
So, um, so our sessions actually have been increased this year. Previously, they were um, they were forty five minute sessions. We have been advised that in order to uh, for professionals to receive continuing education credits, that those sessions need to be lengthened to sixty minutes to allow for um, you know more in depth content as well as question discussion sessions afterwards. So, um, so our sessions are uh, sixty minutes. We've got um, an AFCA speaker who will be. Um, I have to locate his exact presentation, but. He, um, but that I know his presentation has already been pre-certified by FCA for continuing education units. So it's an interesting. Um, it'll be a subtle shift, but uh, but longer time in the breakout sessions with those specific speakers. So we're excited about that this year. Yeah, a way to add some value to people too, right? Absolutely. Because so I know those that go for continued credits, they scramble all year long, right? You don't do it, and then all of a sudden you've got to get like eighty in in two days. And you're watching videos yep. and you're kind of doing something else while you're watching those videos, which what we feel is being on site in person at the summit, being able to engage with the mm-hmm. speaker. It's definitely going to be a more value, value, valuable experience for the uh, for the attendee, for the participant. Yeah. Good job. And then we've got topics on professional development, Absolutely. Uh, robotics, certifications. There's uh, got uh, one on drones, which uh, yeah, I think, I think I'm gonna have to hang out in that one. We've been we've we've done some drone stuff lately, and if you're not uh, set up correctly, you can get in a lot of trouble. Yeah, it's the uh, two gentlemen from Pelican Drones they actually did a. Uh, uh, lunch and learn for IT Gulf Coast earlier this year. And it was really interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, Chris the, and uh, what's the other two? Alan. Alan, yeah. yeah they, um, unfortunately, the weather didn't cooperate. They were going to do a demo with one, so that got shot down, unfortunately. But uh, maybe that no, will No be. pun intended there, yeah, Exactly. Right. <laughs> um, it's, it's gotten to the point now where I'm seriously thinking about buying one for myself. Man, let me tell you, they're pretty sweet. Yeah. We've, we used one when we were doing some of the, the filming at Margaritaville and stuff, and we had uh, Thomas from Tower Drones. And uh, I was just impressed at just smooth how mm-hmm. they fly, uh, the licensing that you now have to have in order to be legit to fly that kind of stuff. And it was funny because we were out there maybe with the drone 20 minutes, I think, mm-hmm. and two officers had already stopped him and asked him for paperwork. Yeah, I forgot who did the video when uh, we had the tornadoes back in February that did a fly over of the destruction uh, the path of oh, destruction right there. Was that was really, I think it was, yeah. yeah. It, it, it was just a really an eye-opening experience about the, the level mm-hmm. of damage, but also how um, confined it was, actually. Yeah. You know, it's just, you know, a couple blocks or so going, you know, straight towards the bay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's I see a lot of really neat uses for, for drones going forward in the future. Other than just fun yeah, filming. You know, like, yeah. It's like the roller coaster view, you know? Right, exactly. You know, at first, it was like, oh, it's just you know a glorified remote control mm-hmm. airplane. But no, there's some really good, legitimate business uses. Yeah, out and they're all auto stable and all this. I mean, you can you literally do not have to know how to do it. You can turn it on and fly it, and mm-hmm. and make. You can actually program it to come right back to you. You don't have yeah. to do that. You say so that when the battery dies, it doesn't just it, drop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So. so we um with Chris and Alan, like you said, from Pelican Drones in their breakout session, they have, um, they are. The plan and what we've encouraged our speakers to do is to bring anything hands-on that they can bring. Um, so I don't know that actually within the breakout session they'll be able to fly the drone around, but um, but I know that they'll at least bring um, bring the equipment, bring the hardware. Mm-hmm. Take uh, a field trip to the beach. Visual purposes. Well, unless they got new ones. I think the ones they had when I when they came into the show, they brought it and it sat on the table. And we didn't get to fly it inside, but that was a very small studio. But you could let it hover somewhere in here. Should be kind of cool. Well, that that's what we're hoping from their breakout session is that I've got Nerf guns we can put on the bottom of it. <laughs> we'll attach the Nerf guns and see how it goes. But I know that they are planning to um, to discuss the the current and likely regulations for the drone world. So yeah. anybody who's interested in that topic definitely um, definitely plan to attend that session um, during the event. Yeah, because if you are and if you plan on having a drone, you have to have the licensing here very soon. And there's two different kinds that you can get. And one right now is really easy to do as opposed to the one that later down the road is going to be like you've kind of full on need to understand aeronautics and mm-hmm. how planes work. And even though things completely sort of automated, like I couldn't tell you force velocity and, and <laughs> all that. Mm-mm. You probably could have. I didn't want to do it back then. I don't want to do it now. <laughs> I just want to fly my cool remote control plane, right? But exactly. it's not that way anymore. Yeah. Well, um, another interesting topic. I had a conversation on this yesterday. Was um, was in our professional development um, category. We've got um, two of our premier employers who have uh, teamed up 
to provide a, a joint breakout session. It's going to be Rhonda Rotelli from uh, Global Business Solutions and Gretchen Clark from App River, and they are going to um, they're combining their perspectives as employers. So speaking both to the employer and the employee. So strategies for the prospective employee, if you're looking to land a job, what are the strategies that you could implement in order to in order to land the job? And then there's also, from the employer's perspective, how do you hire smart? Because we mm-hmm. know it's a often quoted statistic that um, that making the right hire is um, is one of the most costly things that mm-hmm. um, that, that you can do in, in the business world. So um, from a technology perspective, they're going to go into everything from, you know, should you pursue vendor certifications or degrees specifically as an employer? Should you look for certifications? Should you look to pull your candidates from cert- uh, certificate programs or look to pull them from degree programs? What are you what are you gaining in those two scenarios? So I'm not in this world at all, but I literally had that exact conversation yesterday. We had a gentleman from UWF who'd come in to talk about working with us, and he was going through his uh, courses, I guess, course certification, whereas Calvin had done the other kind. And so the two of them were sitting there comparing apples and oranges and oranges and apples, right, on, on which path was better or whatnot. So just uh, just an odd circle of events. So Absolutely. I, and you wouldn't, you don't Had I not heard that yesterday, I would not have just understood what, exactly what you were talking right, about. Right, because, you know, there's the specific certification you could get, you know, within Microsoft. Or I know at the high school level they're doing, a, you know, even Adobe certifications, mm-hmm. Microsoft Office certifications, kind of getting the students um, aware of what an industry certification is. I think... Most students are pretty aware of what a degree is. You know, you go yeah. to college and you get a higher education. Um, and that, you know, that definitely sa- sets the stage for, um, you know, the, the theory and a lot of, you know, a lot of practical usage. But what we do hear from, especially, you know, with our roles at Florida West, we hear from employers oftentimes that, okay, we've got a bright student coming out of a university setting, but I have to teach them how to do. Right, they need hands-on experience. Exactly, I have to teach them how to do, and so that's what the the certification typically is designed for: is the teaching of that practical skill. Um, what you forfeit in going only the certification route is some of the theory that would round out, um, you know, a, a student's um, conception or perception of of technology in general, and then what you would lack in, um, and possibly a just a. a solely a theoretical degree setting would be some of that practical useful information so what i love about this session is that uh, again two of our area's premier employers technology employers are going to be talking about those sessions you know they're talking about those um those different scenarios Mm -hmm. and what they've experienced in hiring in their own businesses what they're um, encouraging their employees to do as far as continuing education and that sort of thing so i'm looking forward to what Rhonda and gretchen are going to bring to the table there and once again it's one of those situations where they're going to be talking about what they're seeing today it's very very timely because that's you know that that's always changing you know that there there's new certifications that are desirable and so forth and the funny thing is is i know so many people here uh, what's the track called What's the actual verbiage used? We were talking about professional development. Professional development, right? Those words come out and most people are like, God, right? Another class, right? Another test I got to take or whatever. There is no higher achievement on a personal level that you could ever do for yourself or for those around you than some form of personal development. Mm -hmm. I mean, you just, you, you can't get past it and you could only get better from doing it. So... Maybe we just need a cooler word. <laughs> right? That'll be your project. There you so. go. Yeah, if you can come up with a cooler word by the next I t- mm-hmm. I-10 word. You know, well, because it's funny, though, too, because, like, my college experience, all that was was to for me to be able to prove to myself, A, I could get up in the morning, B, I could show up on time, and C, I could maybe study if I needed to. Mm-hmm. That's it. Well, and even and even those skills... You you can't right. you can't discount those completely because I think that's what employers we're hearing employers say is if I right. could just have somebody show up exactly if I could have somebody like, to like that was it it wasn't the algebra it wasn't the calculus it was literally can you make it here by eight a.m. <laughs> after staying out the night before right and so it, it was because the the experience that I got and the real education I got was all of the jobs and the, the hand on exactly. stuff they, the experience yeah there. well and kind of in that same vein of of professional development um, in my mind what I see that uh, that topic becoming for especially the user of or not the user the um the the techie the mm-hmm. the um, user of technology is how do you progress if you desire to progress from just 
not just, um, but from that technical position, maybe it's a help desk position. How do you progress to um, a management level position? And we've got Daniel Judge from Actigraph. He's their software architect and project manager. I love his topic title. It's moving on up. It's from code monkey to managing humans. And so I love, I just love what that does in your mind is just being, you know, the, the, the code monkey (laughs) doing just specifically the programming too. If you desire to, um, to, develop yourself professionally challenge yourself and go on to um to you know the management of code monkeys mm-hmm. yeah that makes sense <laughs> so well and let's face it i mean back in the 70s and 80s and 90s you were wired a certain way in order to like i can't read code right I can't either. but now there are so many people that are capable of doing it it's no longer a left brain or a right brain thing and you have to be able to do both we've got a couple of people here in this building that i am amazed mm-hmm. that they can write code and yet turn around and have a not only a functional conversation, but a pretty enlightened one at that and and still be able to relate, whether it be business terms or the human terms of it. And so all of those uh, left, right, brain, they're all, they're all going away, right? So you've got to know how to navigate, especially if you're coming into that. Like my, my daughters, they know how to work tech, right? They're slowly kind of understanding how it happens. They're still really high on the YouTube, and I want to be famous and all that stuff. But you've got one who wants to systematically do it, and then you've got the other one who just wants to try to relate it and then make it happen. So it's it's you've got to put some direction here now because it's not just so go think for yourself and figure it out. Right. Exactly. So, amen. I know I keep elaborating too much. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's that's good stuff. Stuff. All um, right. So who else? Yeah. We have uh, we've got a representative from Southwest coming to speak at our lunch. Yeah, um, um, yeah. We uh, we met with uh, uh, the uh, scout crew, for lack of a better term, the other week, and kind of broached the topic of what, what we're going to cover. Luncheon Keynote has been a great partnership with uh, Pensacola International Airport, who is going to be the sponsor for the luncheon, and bringing Southwest and some of their um, their technology folks, specifically Stephen West, their senior net, uh, senior director of network operations for the Control Bridge. Um, we've we've been discussing, okay, what is you know what is what should his content look like? Should he be down in the weeds, or should he provide high level um, you know high level information? If whatever he talks about, we know that it's going to be great because just the culture that uh, that Southwest Airline breeds within their their company that um, you know that we do it right, we do it well, but we have fun while we're doing it. So Can we're looking for. Imagine forward. the amount of tech that they that guy has mm-hmm. to like know, have his hands on, right? Yeah, it's, oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's a uh, uh, that's that's what we brought up at the meeting. You know, we we know that you know all the carriers out there are having to do you know are facing the same problems, but. How has Southwest gone about innovating the way it's handled, and you know, sharing the, sharing the story with mm-hmm. with our uh, with our attendees? Which, yeah, I, I think that'll be very interesting. It, you know, we don't want anything that's going to be knee deep in the weeds on a, at, during a lunch break. Everybody's going to yeah. be kind of overwhelmed from the morning's activities. I got a feeling he can relate it to a very quick human uh, uh, yeah. level there. Yeah, there's you know, most of us have flown at one point or another, yeah. and we've been there, and it'd be kind of interesting to see how it all happens behind the scenes. And, right, that's what I'm going to love is the enlightenment from just yeah. the passenger. You're sitting there, you know, eating your peanuts and, you know, kind of praying that the flight takes off on time and mm-hmm. gets there. But you really take all of that for granted. You don't think about everything. Every the average person doesn't think that. about yeah. all the yeah, and to make sure that even plane a takes off while plane b just taxis and they're not trying to take off together mm-hmm. so everything from uh, from that to um you know the, the how cool your ice is <laughs> right it's like seriously like or your airflow right, through there yeah. mm-hmm. so and uh you know what's funny too is that uh at being an entrepreneur and a chef who never followed the rules a lot of times I love watching these companies who just sort of hired like the big space balls or like, dude, that guy's weird. Give him, give him to me. Right. Yeah. Or this guy, this is unorthodox. Give him to me. And these are the people that have like found some really cool ways to fix some really neat problems. Mm-hmm. You know, so Absolutely. go look for the wacky guy. <laughs> Speaking of wacky guys, um, a new, um, a, a new element to itinerary. She's been practicing that all week, dude. Like, she's starting to get Speaking of wacky, Jim Rhodes, period. Which, Thank you. No, we, um, we are putting in a new, uh, there's a new element, a new fun element to, uh, to the summit this year. Actually, concurrent with the entire summit on Thursday is going to be an event called Capture the Flag. Me, you know, 
grown up in Pensacola, capture the flag meant you go out to the beach late at night and you run around and chase after yeah. some glow in the dark. Or on the, golf, or on the golf course, or wherever you end up. Course. There you go. Uh, but capture the flag actually has a you know has a different unique connotation within the cyber world, and uh, we are amassing at this point um, different teams. I believe we're going to have. I'll let Jim speak to the specifics of the number of teams, but um, we're going to have teams during the summit um, playing, yeah. for lack of a attacking better word, servers. attacking exactly, exactly yeah. uh, playing capture the flag. They were going on, which uh, or while well, the summit's going on, and then that ties right into our closing keynote, Mr. Kevin Hofstra from Matova CyberSense, who was actually providing that secure environment for um, for those uh, individuals, wacky individuals, is that what we call them? <laughs> I, to, I think um, you're going to find like the next uh, what's it, Bobby Fisher was the chess guy, right? The twelve year old. It's really big, Seriously. yeah, with the, with the younger generation. Yeah, um, what's they, the one they just did not too long ago here? Where it was like the the seven, eight, and nine, ten year olds that were just oh like yes. hacking away at stuff. Yeah. Well, they um. Oh, they I can't. Uh, I can't we're remember. Cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's in January. Yeah. Yeah. Cyberpunk. Yeah. All right. So not <laughs> then we had the they had anyway, the camps this it all year too. Together. So yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. With these. Yeah. It's just amazing. So yeah, well, that'll be going on all day, and then um, we're gonna uh, wrap things up with a with a. Um, evening reception on Thursday, and we'll announce the winners from that, and um, you know, kind of debrief, you know, how how it all went down. So that'll be interesting. I, I haven't really seen one before in person, so it'll be kind of neat to see how all that happens. Uh, along with that, too, we're going to have a attendee capture the flag type uh, uh, thing going on as well, where um, if you've been to the the summit in the past few years, we've had what's called a, a sponsor passport. You get a card, you go mm-hmm. visit all the sponsors and get a punch on it, and we'll put your name in the drawing. Well, this year we're going to change things up. We're going to get rid of the passport. And we're creating this capture the flag game where um, you will um, register on site and then you will go to the vendors or go to their websites and you'll gather bits and pieces of information about those mm-hmm. sponsors. And uh, it's like Pokemon for I 10 wired. I wasn't going to go there, but <laughs> yes. since you did, <laughs> you knew I was. Okay. <laughs> we're not going to brand it that way. Yeah. Let's just put no, it that way. no, okay. that'd probably be a bad idea. So we'll have that'll be ongoing from uh, from Thursday until we wrap things up on Friday, and the person with the most points will win the grand prize. We're not gonna have a second grand prize for just a random drawing. Right. You must be present to win. Let me stress that. That's right. So you need to be there Friday. Beer out of my Yeti cup. The exactly. Other day. So that I think that'll be interesting that we're gamifying that a little bit this year. Right. And so that's actually physically getting up, moving around, making sure that they see all the vendors, see all the stuff that's going on, not just. Where the other one is, obviously, they're going to be sitting there and they're going to be writing code and trying to hack, right? Exactly. And we're saving a few trees by not having to print up passports yes. this year, too. So, so I am still bringing war paint and Nerf guns. <laughs> That's the capture the flag I remember. I'm going yeah, for it. Game on. Game on. That's it. I will certainly probably end up getting kicked out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Good deal. I think that's a great idea, man. I mean, it's a, it's a, one, it keeps people engaged. And two, you, you really get to, there's so much you guys have going on and, and that's jam packed and in that space that if you don't do that, like you're sort of required to stop at everybody's table, you really don't you grasp how much is, is there. Yeah. And that's why I love doing this every year. It, somebody always comes up with a great idea for something different. I don't, ever want this to be a cookie cutter type deal Mm -hmm. yeah we did the same thing like we did last year you know and um uh, jim nitter our uh, app ever came up with that idea and he's actually taking ownership of it and putting it all together so we'll be making an announcement on that real soon about how to get registered for it and and how it all works and all so you know keep your eyes peeled for that Um, that'll be coming out very soon and you know you've inspired down south too so jenny's doing govcon again issue yeah she's able to do a second one based off of some of your models that's fine yeah it says we'll be broadcasting down there again so all right yeah yeah she uh actually participated in some of the planning sessions early and uh you know called me up and we talked a little bit about what she's trying to do down there it's very exciting and it's all government stuff though it's not as fun as you guys just because I can't talk any of that language, right? Well, you wouldn't think cyber would be fun either if you sat there and heard all day long, but um we're we're making it happen. Yeah. It's gonna be gonna be a jam packed three days Earth here. God. Yes, exactly. But we still have another day to talk about actually. That's right. So Day um, three. Yes, right. So we'll um uh, on Friday we'll kick things off again. Uh we'll do breakfast as well. So everybody can come in, get some coffee, get charged up, and we will open things up with um a morning keynote from Jimmy Grant, who's a state representative representative. Um 
Did Beth give you the lowdown on exactly what he's covering on that, Cena? State representative stuff. Exactly. Uh, no, well, the interesting thing about um, about Representative Grant is that he is um, is that he's also in a technology company. And yeah. I, would, I would say a startup. It's a company just beyond the startup phase in the uh, medical um, technology space. I believe he's a director of business development is his title within that. But he also is taking the lead as far as um, as far as championing some new technology policies and procedures at the state level. Obviously, October is, you know, just a month before um, the elections. And so what we're hoping to get out of him is, you know, what do you need to look for in the candidates that you're, you know, that that you're electing? What is it, um, you know, from a, what what is important to technology professionals, technology individuals and technology period at the state level? <clears throat> I've heard him speak um, briefly on um, kind of adjustments and modifications to the procurement process, the procurement of technology, which, I mean, you think to yourself, again, something that you just, the average person never thinks about, but it's an antiquated process for, um, you know, they would secure secure technology in the same way that they would secure road services and traditional right. infrastructure services. And but so you, can't, you can't these exactly. days, right? Because if it's made in China, it might have a bug in it, right? That we don't want China to have over Things us. access to, right? Yeah. And so, and so Representative Grant really is um, just really carrying that torch. Um, he is uh, he's a, a young, engaging speaker. So um, so he's going he's gonna to do great. Going to definitely bring a new flair to the, um, to the summit information that we have not subject matter that we have not touched on in the past so we're um, you know definitely looking forward to his morning keynote we're going to follow that up by um, kind of a, a next iteration of um, innovation coast women in technology um, series they've throughout this year the course of this year a new addition to the innovation coast programming is touching on um, women in technology so not only learning from women who have been there and done that and excelled in their um, specific arenas but then how do you continue to promote and raise awareness to young girls that technology is a career that they mm-hmm. can participate in so we're looking the forward struggle to- is real hashtag right like right? i had no idea when we started doing some of that stuff here and then hearing it was like part of you felt like you were back in the 1940s and 50s again and then some of it was like holy cow mm-hmm. there's some really bright things that are going on here right you know yeah i mean just to look at the the statistics nationwide the numbers are staggering of yeah. women who are engaged in um, true technology um, positions but we've definitely got some great examples and great role models here locally of people who yeah. have done that um, the way that i've heard it described is you know is is girls are just as interested in science um in, in the science the stem disciplines as boys are through you know a certain age and then at some point they kind of look up um, maybe it's, you know, 11, 12, 13 as they're kind of progressing through their middle school years. They look up and they look around and they, they say, well, who are the role models? Who do I want to be like? Mm-hmm. And the lack of women modeling successful technology careers has an effect on the next generation because, you know, that 12 or 13 year old girl says, well, I don't see anybody like me mm-hmm. in that profession. So obviously it's not for me. And so, um, and so what we're trying to do is raise awareness of women who have been successful in technology as well as um, you know, as as well as the awareness to younger students who um, that technology could be a viable career. Yeah, they've got a place. Absolutely. Yeah, I showed my daughters as soon as I could, so that they could understand. You know, of course, they wanted to do YouTube stuff, just basic stuff, and I was like, you know, you could come up with a concept. Well, we could make some money, <laughs> right? Right? And they're like, no, nah, Dad, I just want to have fun. But you know, but then they want to do it, and, and so. But now, then I took him and I showed him. I said, listen, these are the people that have, you know, paved the way for you to do your Yankee doodle or whatever. Go catch your, what are they called? Pokemon? <laughs> yeah, that kind of, you know, and, and, uh, they hadn't, they had no idea. It was only, sure. I mean, it was like, you might as well just smack them in the back of the head and watch stars go. It was sort of the aha moment. Absolutely. Well, what, um, another thing that, um, that- a value that i10 wire brings to the community is um, as we've mentioned time and time again is that it's completely volunteer um, driven and that uh, the profits or the proceeds from the event go um, you know a little bit goes to see the event in the following year but also we um, we are supporting scholarships in our community whether it's high school students going to um, pursue technology degrees in a, a post-secondary institution but this year we um, were kind of streamlining a, a 
kind of a new scholarship program where we're actually partnering with Escambia and Santa Rosa County School Districts and actually scholarshipping students to attend the event. So we're using awesome. um, some of the, the dollars from the event last year as well as, um, you know, kind of the anticipated profits from this year to bring in. I know that um, that we are working with the career academies, those focused um, usually on either the Cyber Patriot Academy or the mm-hmm. IT, the technology academies, the gaming academies, to identify a couple of students that, um, would benefit from the event and then um, same with Santa Rosa County so we're excited to do that we look at look to have probably 20 students from the um, probably from the high school level I'm not yeah. sure what they've determined as far as um, identifying the correct student mix but um, but we're definitely looking to have some um, you know some what, what some a way people. to like give them an option to sort of um, marinate on the entire field of technology right and walk into there and go oh which way do I really want to go right right yeah I wish I had had a little bit more of that through my my guidance counselor just wasn't enough. Not that she didn't do a good job. It just it just wasn't that like big smack in the face like you would get walking into oh, something like well, that. Well, having our career academies is just I can't yeah. say enough about how wonderful they are to get these kids understanding and working. And we're wanting to pull younger and way, younger. Yeah, they they you know went, we're trying to reach out to the middle school students so they can plan to be part of the career mm-hmm. academies and to be part of it as they go through the high school process. Yeah, you know? we 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 had to go th- you know sort of learn all of the basics and then figure out what you want to do. Yep. Whereas these guys are like, figure out what you want to do and go. Yeah, I think do they it gave the me a, a job, a, you know, a, a job survey in my last like fill in month the blank of kind of thing. High school, yeah, yeah. See all the way down. After I'd already been working in the field for a couple of years. So, <laughs> all right. So, does day three go all day? No, day three is just a half day event. So we should um, we anticipate wrapping before lunch. Um, following our women in technology panel, we've got our ignite i ten. That's uh, your baby. Session that's fun. Back. We are. It is. It's pure fun. What we ask our uh, our speakers to do, and we currently have eight speakers that um, they have a very strict five minutes, uh, twenty slides that automatically advance every fifteen seconds, so that it paces the speakers. Our tagline or the tagline of the ignite format is enlighten us, but make it quick. <laughs> and so it can be on anything from um, you know anything that the speaker's passionate about. We're trying to you know remind them that it's a technology centric. Um, audience but hey if you want to talk about um you know if you want to talk about dog grooming then my goodness enlighten us but make it quick (laughs) so you only have to sit through five minutes of it but we do have some um some some professionals in that arena that are going to do some great presentations uh dallas snyder specifically who is a um he's a member of our our planning committee and he jumped in there straight off the bat and said i'm in i want to talk about um, some some of the projects that he's doing at uwf and so he's going to bring that high level um, information to us. Uh, Bob David from TechSoft is going to be a speaker. Uh, we've got uh, we've got an entire crew that um, that should keep should keep the pace moving and uh, and and make that an extremely interesting session. Oh, I think it's awesome. Short, sweet, to the point. Saturate my brain and then move on. It'll be very and then it's funny to watch too. them when yeah. they when they when, when they, they stammer and start to run out of time. Yeah. Exactly, they get behind. Oh, their, no. their are slides. There, are there any spots for any more talks, or are they all full? Are you offering Keith? Is that I'm thinking about it. Okay, I think I could dominate, but I have to figure out a subject matter. Dominate, dominate. <laughs> I'm, that's my word, man. <laughs> so yeah, right, I, I honestly, I, I'll put you down. It, it doesn't have to be technology related. It just needs to be a really good topic. Mm-hmm. Question mark. I guess that should be. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I, I think I, I think I could do it. So yeah, put me on the list and, and all right, we'll, Keith. All we'll, right, we'll hang out and talk, ladies and gentlemen. You hear it here. Yeah. You've, you've heard it, it here. Now. Come, come it's not really the five minutes that bothers me. It's the five hundred people that are standing there waiting for you to just totally trip, trip up, yeah, right? Exactly. But if I'm going to do the TED Talk thing, I might as well practice now, right? right. Well, and part of the programming, we, I don't know if we mentioned it yet. You're, you're going to be there all three yeah. days, broadcasting, yeah. live, talking to people. Yeah, so we'll have some a, film too. Uh-oh. We're going to do film about that. this year, which will be cool because I think we'll be able to capture uh, a lot of what goes on that some people really don't. Right. But we won't give so much away that they don't feel like that they need to come <laughs> next year. But well we done. will sell the DVD sets. That's right. No, I'm just kidding. And then um, our last year we had the unten- uh, excuse me, I-10 Unwired. Uh, this year we're doing something a little bit different in conjunction with uh, Taste for the Cause. Yeah, you know, so... Yeah. We decided just to, you're going to throw a three-day party. We're going to add three more days and just call it a week, right? So we have Taste for the Cause down at Maritime Park that starts at, um, 
We wanted the gates to open at five for the pre-tasting stuff. But then really, events start at seven. So we've got bands lined up, we've got cars lined up, we've got restaurants for tasting of the food lined up, all going to support the Panhandle Warrior Partnership. Um, a hop, skip, and a jump from the Hilton, right? Most people will hopefully or probably either be checked out or are going to go ahead and stay a couple extra days. But uh, this will just carry over from Friday from 5 until, which will probably be about 11 by the time the sound ordinance comes in, but family friending, security, mm-hmm. right. food, drink, cool cars, music. Like, I'm really surprised we pulled this off. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I feel your pain, Kelly, because you know what I mean? Like, this is a lot to juggle, but we've actually, we've got, we've had some really good people on our team and it's a really good cause and it's mm-hmm. come together. And so it's not going to be this, you know, massive 5 million people kind of thing, but it, it's a very intimate setting there at Maritime Park. Uh, we can fit, I think, up to 5,000. No problem. We'd love intimate. to fit 5,000. <laughs> I'd love to have 2,000, to be honest. So come on out and support it. But the goal here is, You've got a, like an I-10 entrepreneur tech community week, maybe week and a half that starts filling October on a normal basis. And I can't think of the one down south that Calvin wanted to model it after. Talking mm. about the Emerge Americans? Yes, that's mm-hmm. it. Yep. Absolutely. Same, yeah, we like have high energy sort of just cool stuff, right? Absolutely. So we have, um, we've done some of that as looking at um, events and events that we want to emulate. So, um, you know, some of the new changes this year have come out of, um, you know, some of the ideas that we've gained from being at other, you know, conferences. Jim Nitterauer has been one of our one of our recon warriors he goes out to <laughs> defcon yeah. nolacon some of the other um you know some of the other defense and cyber um, and pretends it's hard work right? right and then he comes back and says hey wouldn't it be great if and then we say great jim you do it and uh, he's been great to to bring those ideas back and and work on those and implement them into iten wire to make it a you know a, a bigger better more relevant and uh and altogether wonderful three-day event this year october 12 13 and 14 yeah let me just say i i can't again i've already started brag on a little he's bit he's tearing up yeah no i just I can't say enough about up. can't say enough about our team i mean it, there's there's so many folks that help out and then there's the employers that allow them the time to come out and put this together and you know uh, go through the blood, sweat, and tears of making it all happen. Right. Well, I definitely want to give the shout out to App River for loaning us Jim for so many years. They want to, me out. They, they, they like for me to be out of the Maybe office. Maybe I can't They're say like, well, you that just means. make it profitable so we can pay you for it, <laughs> and then that's all you got to do, Jim. Well, I think it's just evidence to App River um, to their to their leadership and to their commitment to the community that yeah. um, that they believe that Jim's time and they've um, devoted some some marketing time through Beth, some um, some serious high level you know security. Consulting with Jim Nitterauer, just definitely the whole App River team. All the all the appers are on board with making this um, making this the Gulf Coast premier technology yeah. conference. And so I can't say a big enough thank you to to um, Mike Murdoch and Joel Smith for uh, for believing in Pensacola, evidenced by growing their business their own business here. So um, so we definitely love that. And then again, all the other employers that are represented through. Um, the individuals on the planning committee. We've got Navy Federal represented, Konica Minolta. Yeah, um, Paul's MC this year, right? Like official title? He is Mr. Ryan I bought now. him big clock. <laughs> like <laughs> like Flavor Flav? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> awesome. I did. It will be given to him after. Uh, after but the uh, yes, he will be a full on MC these days. Fantastic. And a huge shout out to Duncan McCall that yes. do, do all of our graphics, yeah. our, our website, the help out with the marketing side of it. I just, I can't imagine and, not having them on board. Redone the, yeah. the staff, I guess, Facebook page is what it would be called, right? Because it's faces on, on the page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, it's yeah. coming. Yeah. Yeah. So you can actually see who these people are that give all their blood, sweat, and tears. Exactly. And, that, you know, I, I did want to put a shout out to Duncan McCollin. The website is gorgeous. But as we're, as we're planning and adding things, keep in touch. Go onto our website and uh, get your email. Get on the email list so you get updates. And also follow us on social media. We're on Facebook. We're on uh, Twitter. We're now on Snapchat. Oh. And we're, and yes, Jim, weird. we are on Google Plus too. <laughs> yes. You have to be these days. They're, they bully you into it. Yes. So, just about. Um, did we miss any social platforms? You're on Instagram, Instagram too. Did, did Beth do Instagram? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, LinkedIn as well. LinkedIn. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The and snap- we're, we're also staging a meetup for I 10 Wire too. If you want to go to meetup.com. Um, there'll be a meetup to find out more about what's going on. You can't hide from us. No. We We're everywhere. Right. Yes. Uh-huh. Next year's exactly. a chip yeah. right in your head. <laughs> I'm going to try the Snapchat <laughs> thing again. Get real, try to... I, uh, I, I just, that uh, you know, I got enough going on, man. 
Come on now. <laughs> no, it's Pokemon ha- Go, right? I, yeah, right. And, <laughs> no. So, uh, and I have it because my kids have it, right? So I'm going to be able to just monitor some things. But I don't, uh, I don't relate, and that's okay. <laughs> so I think I know what I'm going to do my talk on now, though. I can tell you that. Get off my lawn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Gen X, you're an old guy now. Yeah. Um, do we miss anything? Do we think our sponsors? Oh man, there's so many of them. Jumping too. in, yes. Um, there's a huge page uh, full of sponsors of, and, and these are a lot of our repeat sponsors. That's what's really awesome. Which is a testament. A testament, yeah. And then we got the value that new, they're receiving from being right. a part of Iten Wire. Mm-hmm. And then we've got new sponsors that, you know, I'll be honest, I haven't heard some of them. They're, they're new to town. They want to get involved. Mm-hmm. They're jumping in with both feet. So, And we've got some that just, aren't even in town. Exactly. Which I think is cool. Yeah. Because yeah. you're breaking the silos, man. Four years ago when I started all the – when I inherited this job or I was, you know, shanghai into it, whatever you want to say, I was scared about finding sponsors, finding speakers, and now... It is the hardest part to do. Exactly. And we've built such a momentum, again, thanks to this great team we've got here, that I don't worry about it anymore. I'm still going to sweat it out a little bit just because it's kind of tradition for me to worry about, you know, how many people are going to show up and all that. But, you know, worrying about having enough money for the event and, and, um, you know, having the the programming in place... it's non-existent. Now. Yeah, it's it's great. Just great to see it all. I noticed you graduated about twenty minutes ago when you said anticipated income spent. Right? <laughs> we went from we went from well, I don't know if we can do that to we know that's coming. Let's go ahead and do this. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, consider, that, that's a huge it, shift. Absolutely, we consider an investment back into the into the community, the mm-hmm. students who are going to benefit from attending the event. Yeah, and so professionals sign up so that you can sew into the next generation of technology employees. Yeah, exactly. the best thing you can do is hire like some seventeen-year-old kid these days. <laughs> I, we had two that came over from UWF interviewing really, really young cats. But man, this is all they've known. Right. This mm-hmm. is all they've known. Yeah, we need them at least for Snapchat. <laughs> Or to work the new iPods, because they certainly don't know how to do the old ones. I told you about my 13-year-old, right? She doesn't understand the wheel oh, yeah. on the old iPod. She was, like, trying to touch the screen. So, yeah, funny. I wish I still had funny. some of my old technology laying around, or just even have a window crank on a car just to see if my kids try. Oh, to they freak out. when I show them the yeah. A-Track player. Yeah. Or the fact that it still works. <laughs> right? Exactly. Okay, All guys. Right. We're getting to the end here. Yep. So, uh, go so we got three full days. Tenwire.com for all the details that we didn't cover, and I'm sure there's a few. Tickets are still available. Tickets are still available. Um, Early bird stuff's done, though, correct? Early bird's done. The tickets are two forty nine for all three days. We offer a reception CIO roundtable ticket for fifty dollars. So it only get you in for the first day. It'll get you into the SBDC workshop mm-hmm. as well, um, and it gets you food. Get you food for that night. Um, but if you want to come to all three days, it's, it's uh, $249. Man, you can't beat that, man. And students, it's $50. So you really, that's a, that's a bargain right yeah. there. If you're you're a student that's uh, involved or studying. What do you need? Just your ID? Yep. Student email? Exactly. Yep. That'll get you. Perfect. Get you I think I still have mine. And we're offering discounts to uh, IT Gulf Coast members paid, with paid memberships. They get $25 off the ticket price. Anybody else we're offering it to CIE members? Well, we have actually an interesting new, um, a new couple of new partnerships. Um, we've got uh, Startup Weekend, um, which is occurring right. in Mobile this weekend. Um, Startup Week in Mobile, we have donated three uh, tickets to their winners, mm-hmm. to their top three teams. Um, you know, to to possibly bring in some of the Mobile community, the Mobile crowd over this direction, and um, they're, I believe. Um, with Startup Week in Pensacola, we'll also mm. do some uh, some free tickets there, and then um, and then possibly to our um, incubator tenants, so that uh, so that those who are kind of in that budding technology stage, they're growing new businesses, um, that they'll be able to come in and learn from and and um, benefit from. Yeah. All the speakers that we have at the summit, this or year. even see where they can do business. Absolutely, right. and space is limited. We we. Packed it out pretty good last year. Yeah. So with word of mouth and all the extra goodies we have to offer this year, we're expecting another full house. So. Yeah. Look, ladies and gentlemen, last year I got my own corner. This year I got to run the soundboard for the stage at the same time. Exactly. So that's how full yes. this is getting. And these are the sacrifices we are making for you. That's right. The struggle is real. And then we do have spots left there, right? Got a couple for sponsors yes, whether they want a exactly. uh, small booth we have just a few left yeah. um, so if you're interested in, in supporting the event in that form please reach out yeah. to our sponsorship team 
Uh, you can find the link on the site. I believe it's sponsor at itenwire.com. There you go. Yeah. Man, way to make it easy. Yep. Okay. Kelly, anything else? We get to go Join back us. to work. We need another yeah, hour exactly. really to talk about it. But. <laughs> you know, you know, let me go grab the whiskey. <laughs> it's never too early. Seen anything? Just follow us. Follow us on social yes. media yeah. and keep up with uh, Get your emails and find out everything that's happening. Just so. start typing in I-T-E-N and the rest mm-hmm. pops up. Yeah, the hashtag The hashtag for Twitter is, uh, is I-10, I-10Wired16. Right. Oh, and is. also hashtag geeks on the beach. Oh yes. yes. Yeah. So somebody said you're supposed to have like 30 hashtags per post these days. Is that true? I can't fit them all in. Not on Twitter mm-hmm. anyway. I'm just going to have to mm-hmm. cut and paste. So, okay, you guys. <laughs> here we go. Thank you uh, all very very much for uh, coming in here. And uh, again, as as uh, Jim said, we want to thank uh, the committees and the teams and the sponsors and everybody who's helped put all of this together. Um, I think that's really about it. We've got to come up with a tagline. So listen, guys, I've got an email address, K-H-O-F-F-E-R-T at businessradiox.com. Send me in your best tagline for I-10 Wired, and I'll figure out a prize for you, but we really need a tagline. Maybe Jim can get you a ticket. Or, or some camouflage and Nerf guns for... <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, guys, it's been I-10 Wired Radio. Have a great day. This show is brought to you by IT Gulf Coast, Florida West, and App River. If you are interested in sponsoring I-10 Wired Radio, please call 850-288-9959.